And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're going to talk about talk radio. Radio. We're talk about the show. Radio, radio, radio. Check, check, radio. Uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about the shows that uh, we listened to growing up. Uh, names that our listeners should be very familiar with, and I'm sure if they didn't inspire our podcasting uh, career... I'm sure it definitely impacted our at least sense of humor. I, I would definitely say that, right? I would definitely say that too. Yes. All right. So <laughs> we're going to go back to probably where it started for us. Um, I'm just going to mention his name had nothing to do with us, but I miss in the morning. He's probably one of the original like shock shock dudes, but he was a little bit before our time. So Alan, who's the guy that we listened to growing up? Uh, what if I had to think back way, way back? The, the first guy that that made an impact on radio is probably Howard Stern, the the big guy, you know. And and now he was back in New York, and so when I heard him, he was already in New York, because I think he was in D.C. prior to that, according yeah. to the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So by the time he was hitting a stride in New York, that's when I kind of heard of him. He got to K-Rock in 85. He was on K-Rock from 85 to... I don't even know. Until I get serious, right? Serious? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's at K-Rock? Oh, so 85, yeah, so... I was in 7th grade at the time. Yeah, because I know you didn't listen to him on AM radio, which is WNBC. I'm oh, sorry, I said that wrong. <laughs> WNBC. Uh, yeah, yeah he, was, he was on AM radio in New York at first, WNBC, and made his name. But, I mean, if you were like me as a kid, you're like, AM's for old people. Like, <laughs> my, my dad would listen to sports radio on AM. That's the only thing we did. Oh, and, and 1010 wins. Oh, yeah, 1010 10 10 wins, minutes, right. We'll give you the world. Yeah, that? yeah, that I remember for sure. Yeah, so I, you probably started listening to him when you got the K-Rock, WXRK. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, it was pretty much religious every morning, Monday to Friday. And definitely when I got to college, that was like, I woke up to Howie. I think it was at 6 a.m. I was listening to him all up until I got ready for class and stuff. And that was, I think it was a four-hour show, if I recall. Yeah, I think 6 to 10, right? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how I got my news. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> well, the funny thing is in college, uh, not college, in high school, I had a kind of a love-hate thing with Howard Stern because I, I didn't like him. Like, I really didn't like him. Oh, really? And, yeah, like, I didn't actively dis- dislike him. Like, I wasn't, like, protesting him or nothing. But he just wasn't my cup of tea for a couple of years there. And, you know, if I had headphones, I was usually listening to one of my uh, cassettes or mixtapes. Go listen to a mixtape show. Mixtape. And, um, mixtape. And I guess maybe it was junior or senior year. I I don't know why, but I started listening to Howard in the morning getting ready for school. Hmm. And there were still things that would make me cringe because I'm not into that cringe humor. Mm-hmm. And he would get it maybe a little dirty than I preferred when I was that age. I was kind of conservative young man. Um, but yeah, he would make me laugh. I know Jackie made me laugh all the time. 
Right. And um, Jackie and, and Phil? No. Huh? Fred. Fred. <laughs> right. Yeah, Fred. Yeah, Fred. <laughs> Fred and Jackie made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had like a two-year period where I listened to Howard a lot. And then I just, I think when I went to college, I just stopped really listening to radio. Oh, so um, you didn't I'm, listen to Howie oh, at actually, all in college? No, you know what I listened to a lot? Um, well, this is probably after college. When I was driving, you know, and I had a normal job and like a nine-to-five or whatever, and I was driving to work. I listened to uh, WPLJ a lot. Oh, I Scott yeah. And Todd. I loved, I don't know why, but I loved Scott and Todd in the morning. And then uh, in my afternoon would be Rocky, Rocky and Blaine. I don't even know if that's right. That doesn't sound familiar. It was drive time on um, WPLJ, which I really, I don't, I don't know, I liked it. But I did listen more to, yeah, so I flirted with Howard in high school, and then I just went a little bit more mainstream with um, uh, Scott and Todd. Who was the big name in WPLJ? There was like a anyway, Jim yeah. Kerr. Jim Kerr was the big name. Yeah, but you know, Jim Kerr was just a DJ. He wasn't like a personality. Uh, well, Jim yeah, Kerr that's did all the only I remember. It was Jim Kerr in the morning. Yeah, because he was on in the morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but their mornings were. Well, remember, remember Z100 came out, became a station when we were still in high school, mm-hmm. and I, I don't. I, it, it, it was Scott, not Scott. Uh, it was yeah, it was Scott. What's his name? That eventually went to 95.5, but he he helped form the Z100 Zoo. Hmm. Remember Zizu in the morning? Yeah. And it was uh, Scott. Oh, the guy's like a giant radio. I can't remember his name. But anyway, it's 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 Scott something. And um, the Z Morning Zoo was like the first kind of wacky morning show I would listen to when I was younger. Because mm-hmm. Z100 was like, when Z100 came on, on to the scene, it was like the best radio station. Yeah. When in reality, all it did was play play pop music yeah i i think i barely well no no i i think most of my mornings was definitely howard stern in the morning and then uh and then how he started doing like other media like he was on he had a tv show on channel nine i don't remember the name of the tv but was it the howard stern show i think so yeah that was weird <laughs> that was a weird show uh Scott and, Shannon, I'm sorry, but Scott. Scott Shannon, yeah, I remember that guy. And yeah, how he so came out with um, <laughs> he came out with a VHS tape too. I think a couple of specials he did. Yeah, too. He had Bump Bongo Fiesta, 3D, and Band by the FCC, right? Uh, that was audio tapes. Crucified by the FCC, I think it was. Which called. one was the band by the FCC? Yeah, Crucified, crucified by the FCC was, was like a. Tape? Yeah, that was like, like a two audio thing, audio tape kind of show. I had that mm-hmm. one, and but Bongo, <laughs> which it came with 3D glasses. <laughs> yeah, and I think that that preceded that came before his WOR show, right? Oh yeah, maybe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, that was sense. on like like that was on Saturday nights at like midnight or maybe Friday nights or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was like, Friday for... night. Yeah, you're right. It was a weird time, but it was, then again, it was on WOR. <laughs> it was yeah, which was a local station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Was it Saturday? I don't know. Would he go against Saturday Night Live? Because you know he'd talk about it if he did. I, like, yeah, it would I, be Saturday Night Live. I, I, had a, I had a gut feeling it was Friday, but maybe it was Saturday. I don't know. Maybe I don't it was against Saturday. Yeah. But yeah, that was a. Uh, but Bongo Fiesta. 
talk about things you can't do on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's amazing to me in the in the PC climate and culture we live in right now? Mm-hmm. How he's still on the air. Like, uh, how are people? I mean, when when you have people going back ten years to find one stupid, you know, off centered joke that you made on Twitter oh, and destroying mm-hmm. your whole career. I see. How this guy has years and years of audio and videotaped madness that he's still on Sirius XM. It's amazing. I wonder if... I'm not saying he should be taken off the air. I'm wondering how he's surviving. I wonder if it's because his old shows just aren't anywhere that you can easily get. Well, does he own... Did he take all his stuff with him when he went to Sirius? I I have no idea. I'm just saying, like, if you were to go to YouTube, could you pick... Can you... Let me look at it right now. Like, if you went to YouTube right now, could you get a, a Howard Stern show from his radio days, you know? Maybe... Well, I'm sure his serious stuff is just as bad. Or maybe because he's he comes off as, uh... That's what you, what you expect from him already, so, you know, like, it's no surprise that he is the way he is. So it's not as shocking? I mean, he doesn't come off as, like, hey, he's like a, a saint. That's true. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking about some of the skits he did on, uh... The WOR show. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I see what you I'm mean. not even going to mention them because they're so off color. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so uh, I looked it up on Wikipedia. Howard Stern show was on WOR TV uh, Saturday night. Oh, was it Saturday? Wow. Yeah, and July, starting July 1990, uh, he became the host. He produced four one-hour specials and broadcast during the summer. The show continued to air and entered syndication in 91. 265 markets across the country. Uh, um, in New York area, the show frequently beat Saturday Night Live to the ratings during the 30 minutes when the two overlapped. That's awesome. The program ended after the program ended after 69 episodes. You think that no. was on purpose? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, 69 anyway, episodes. So, I didn't realize there were that many. Like in my head, I can yeah. only think of like maybe five. Well, this is in 91, 92. It was like the middle of our college years. Hmm. On Saturday night, so Man. hopefully we're engaged in other things. Yeah. Um, I think we watched Butt Bug of Fiesta at your, at your uh, apartment. Oh, probably. Because, I, I mean, I had it. Like I said, it came with 3D glasses. It's, it was just a fun <laughs> thing to watch. Such a dumb name to Butt Bug of Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah. It was dumb. It, that was just pure dumbness, but... Crucified by the FCC. That that was actually cool. That was like more of like a best of Howie, Howard Stern, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And they were all solid uh, shows and stuff. So I remember that playing. And the, there was a time in the '90s where it was just he was that was his absolute peak. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he was going to do Fart Man. He was on the MTV Movie Awards or Video Awards, whatever. He was a as, as Fart Man. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he had written a couple of books. And uh, and then eventually they made uh, Private Parts. His yeah. movie came out in like '94. Private Parts was a good mm-hmm. book, actually. '96. Yeah. Yeah, Private Parts and Miss America. Oh, Miss uh, America was a book. Governor. I didn't read that one. Yeah, he ran for governor of New York at one point. He did. I remember that one. Yeah. He, ran but he was very shocking. I mean. Oh yeah, he ran as independent. Uh, you know he. Yeah, it's funny because Am- Imus would say that Howard was copying him, and then Howard would say that everybody came after him was copying him. But mm-hmm. 
the dude, he just he just knew what to do, and uh, he was funny. I, you know, as, as much as I had a love-hate relationship with Howard, in my own mind, because he doesn't know I exist, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, you can't take away, I can't take away that he's, he's a funny dude. Well, he paved the way for, like, you know, after a while, uh, 90, no, was it 92.3 that went to talk radio? After how he went to um, Satellite? Or was it 1027? I, th- I want to say it was 92. Well, 1027, 1027 moved, um, 1027 was a classic rock station for the longest time in New York. Yeah. And then, I, you know, like, like radio stations tend to do when they flip stations, when they flip formats, they went to all talk overnight. And it was, like, crazy. Uh, because it was, everything was pop music, especially in our area, you York, New Jersey era, mm-hmm. like most stations were just pop music, and then 1027 is the only place you hear classical. Now, for, you know, younger people, classical is like Bon Jovi and Nirvana, but for <laughs> us, uh, classical was you know Led Zeppelin and uh, um, The Who and, and you know all those kind of bands, David Bowie. Bowie. Um, so that was like the only place you could hear it. Uh, w, what was it? WNDW, right? Yeah, so it says here 92.3 K-Rock, they went talk, and they, they changed their, their call sign to WFNY. When did they go talk, though? Uh, I don't know. I don't know when they came on board. Let's see, 2000, no, 90, uh, 95 to 2014, it says here, the opening Anthony show, and that so was... 98, I think, or 99, yeah, so 1027 WNED. That we became talk radio in 1999. Okay. Uh, and when did 92.3 go? What was that? When did 92.3 go all talk? Uh, I don't know. I just switched websites. <laughs> no, all right. So, but anyway, Howard did pave the way for a lot of. Oh yeah. They just seemed like they were Howard Stern, but there were two two guys doing it. Yeah, and that, that tells you all you need to know about Howard is that you needed two guys to do what Howard was. I mean, of course, you know, we had Rob and Fred and, and uh, what's his name? Why do I keep forgetting his name? Jackie. Jackie. That's hey! Um, hey, I can't my voice. <laughs> I can't do my Jackie voice. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of these other, they had to be duos, and... Um, so I, you know, I went away from talk radio for a while, and then I came back with um, uh, Opie and Anthony. Yeah, who were on one WNEW. Right. I think. Yeah. See, I think Howie Howard was in the morning, and Opie was going home. Opie and Anthony at drive time. Yeah. 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 So it was cool that you, that you can have both shows, versus if they're on at the same time, you had to pick one. But, uh, right. Opening it, they were okay. I mean, I thought they were pretty funny. They, I mean, after a while, they just got... They really went off the board, though, towards the end. Yeah, they were just... I mean... Well, the thing is, we listened to them and uh, the other show we're going to talk about, Ron and Fez, we followed them the satellite. Yeah. And uh, they were uh, they were funny. Like, opening it, was funny. And I think, for me, it was a lot of it was Anthony, because he, he had the... Um, he did voices. He did the voices. Yeah. Yeah, he did voices. And I mean, they did some things that, you know, they did like the Wiffle Wall Bat Challenge and the uh, 
uh, like twenty gallon drum or I don't know how many gallons, fifty gallon drum challenge. And, that was horrific. You know, the, the thing that got them in trouble was the sex for Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that really shut them down. That's crazy. Well, you know, you can't, you can't, have, you can't send people to have sex in the church and like a I'm sorry, St. Patrick's Cathedral <laughs> and not get in trouble for it. Yeah. But was um Ron and Fez, you brought up Ron and Fez. I don't remember, was Ron and Fez there when Opie and Anthony started at the same time, or did they come later? Well, the thing that happened was when WNEW switched to Complete Talk, they had um, Opie and Anthony, who came down from Boston, Don and Mike, who were like big in the Washington, D.C. area. Mm -hmm. uh, I would listen to them during my lunch break. Um, but they were they weren't to me as funny as Opie and Anthony. Uh, the radio chick, which oh the radio chick, I remember. She Ron sent me a Fez. picture. <laughs> oh, she sent you a picture? She did. I, I think you emailed her, and she sent me a black me? and white photo of her, and it said Attaboy on it. Okay. <laughs> radio chick, I totally forgot about her. The radio chick. The radio chick. Yeah. Leslie right. And then Ron, Ron and Leslie Gold, yeah. Ron yeah. and Fez came from Florida. And when they got up here, their show was called RonandFez.com. And the only reason I remember that is because I I legitimately thought it was a show about computers. <laughs> so I, never, I, I never listened to it. I never listened to it when it was RonandFez.com. That's funny. Yeah. And they came on right after... Um, Opie and Anthony. So they were, if Opie and Anthony were drive time, I think they were done at like six, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think Ron and Fez were like six to nine or six to ten. Dude, I love Ron and Fez. If I had a, if I had a pick, like, of all of them that I really truly love, it's got to be Ron and Fez. I love Ron and Fez. Even yeah, Ron and Fez was one of the funniest shows I had ever listened to. Yeah, consistently funny. Yeah, and and, and you know what? Even. You know, when they're on just regular radio, I don't remember them being, like, super shocking. Just just funny, you know? Yeah, they didn't do a lot of the shock stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. But they're, they had a gimmick that was, you know, they were both, inter, you know, fans of wrestling. And I think you worked in, in like, uh, Florida-era wrestling type things. And they just always had... There's two things that separate them, I think, from everybody else. It's... It's it's the it's kind of the the wrestling type scripting I guess they would do with their shows, where you'd have a heel and you'd have you know the, the good guy, mm -hmm. um, you know like stuff would go on and you like you, you you never knew what was real and what wasn't like when they would uh, abuse their producers, yeah, not abuse but like just really make fun of their producers. Like was the guy in on the joke? Was he not? Um, there there's that where you never knew if what they were doing was real or not. Yeah. And the other thing was that the way they interacted with their fans and the way they made their fans part of part of the show. Mm. was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. That, that's that's what it is. Cuz they would they would go out and like they would throw not throw a party, but they'd be like, "Hey, we're having a Ron and Fez meetup at this place in the city." And I always wanted to go to one. I just never did. Oh. Uh, but they would yeah, they would meet up and they you know, they meet their fans, they'd all hang out and they became like a community. They were kind of a a chat room come alive. You know, in the yeah. early days of the internet, right? And they, and you're right, they were consistently funny. I mean, you know, so it was Ron Bennington and Fez Watley, and Fez Watley um, played as an effeminate person, whom you know was 
I guess his character was in the closet, but it was one of the situations where everybody knew he was homosexual except for him. Right. And they played off that really good, and not in the negative or bad way. Right. Um, but it was always it was just funny the way they played it off, and he, you know, he would do his fezzatorials. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, they had fake phone calls like uh, you know Iris and uh, um, other people, and it, it, uh, that boy, what's that boy's name? Do you remember the boy's name? No, wait, I can't. Yeah. What is his yeah. name? I'm the one, I'm the one who said his name. <laughs> uh, I don't remember his name. But yeah, but they had such a. You know what it is? It's now I'm thinking about it and talking about it and processing it with you. It's kind of a lot like The Office and and like Parks and Recs because you have the main people, but they were able to create like a whole cast of characters. Mm. Yeah, and that includes some of their listeners, you know, because you kind of knew a lot about their listeners' lives. Yeah, they're you know the, the people I called in all the time, and their interns and their producer, and and they're able to really flesh out these different people into like actual characters for their show right that's part of the whole like wrestling aspect of the show like what was real and what was fake and yeah you know al dukes was their producer and he's actually he's he's like he's very well known now because he produces the uh, boomer and um geo show which is on wfan they took over the mic of the mad dog slot in the morning and they're they're very you know boomer size and their sports radio and they're they're very popular and al dukes is a pr- producer on that show but if you listen to Al Dukes on Ron and Fez, you know, there's there's one, I'm going to call it a skit. I mean, they were acting like it was real, but I'm going to say it's a skit where they tied him. He didn't like mayonnaise or something like that. Right. And they, they tied him to a chair and they were trying to make him eat like a ham sandwich <laughs> with mayonnaise. <laughs> um, but it was just That's so awesome. Because they would do things like that. And you're like, why would anybody let themselves be put, put through this kind of stuff? Right. Uh, but it was so funny. And, so they must I be mean, skits, right? I think I think a lot of that. Oh, it's so believable though because it's it, that's what made so it so good. funny. Yeah, that's a good that's a good but, comparison. Saying that it's kind of like wrestling, you know, they have their well, no, I mean that's that was their background. That was you know where they pulling jobs on people and where they you know it, it's it's really amazing. But this is the thing that gets me about this is why I think it might not some of it might not have been fake because were those interns and producers that good at acting? You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They were very convincing. Very convincing, yeah. I mean, the, the unique people that they would have on the show, they were just real people. Like, there was this crazy Jen, I think her name was. And she oh, yeah, was just like Jen, some yeah. southern weirdo and stuff, but she was a great character on the show. Yeah, Do you have any favorites? <laughs> what? No, she was real? She might have been real, but I don't know. All the, all the, I think she was a real person. She might have been wacky. But yeah. I think some of the situations they put her in, they kind of coached her through and say hey we're gonna say we did this to you or we're gonna you know what i mean right okay yeah that's right so do you have that's a favorite have fa- character on the show I, it's i don't i gotta be honest with you i haven't listened to the show in a long time okay i have, I have like favorite skits like i love when i did a comedy pyramid that's comedy pyramid that's one of the ways yeah that's one of the ways they would get people in um i love when whenever anything like with the racism they would play the Andy DeFranco drop white people are afraid of black people, <laughs> white people are so um, of black. yeah it was just uh, do I have a favorite I don't know I, I can't remember I think one of my favorite skits I, I think the topic was they got an email saying like how many nine year olds can you beat up 
and then the premise was you're like in a yes. boxing ring, and they'll send in like one nine-year-old at a time. And and uh, Master well, no, Poe, I think, I, was well, on the show too. What was that? Well, I was gonna say that like part of the premise was like, well, are they all coming at me at once? Or are they coming at <laughs> one at a time? Like they really dissected this. Fezzo's like five. He's like five, and Fezzo's like, well, my arms will just get so tired. <laughs> And, and, and I think Master Poe gave it like a big number, and Ron was just like, unlimited, you know? <laughs> he just keeps coming. <laughs> that, that's... You can think of that with one punch. Like, what's the problem? He said, uh, yeah, you many... punch one really hard, you make him cry, right? And then now all the other nine olds are really scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, so that was a, that was a, that was a good skit. And they, um... Uh, yeah, well, Master Poe was like the bodyguard, I think, or, or security or something for the stage, right? Well, yeah, because he, he owned and like, he the martial arts studio, and so they would always defer to him for like fighting questions and stuff. Right, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, but a comedy pyramid, in case people don't know, is they would come up with a premise for a joke, and then, you know, they would, they would kind of say a few things, uh, you know, like... I mean, you, people might have even played this. I don't know that this was ever a comedy pyramid that they did, but, um, you know, like regular movies with uh, porn names or like, you know, change them into porn names or something. Mm-hmm. So they would throw a few out and then they start taking phone calls and, and they talk about, you know, because some were bad, but some were good. And Rod would be like, we're building that comedy pyramid. We're getting higher and higher. And then when they found the one they thought was the best, they, they end the whole skit or whatever, you know, they just <laughs> let people call in and say, you know, whatever their thing is. You yeah. got through two comedy pyramid, yeah, right? I got it twice. Uh, well, twice. I got it once for. I got it once for a comedy pyramid and once for something else. Oh wow! I don't remember. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And you even have um, a big ass. Well, remember they had too. a. Se- I still have my big ass card. It was That's a secret awesome. society they had. Yeah, I was so end, jealous of that big, card, dude. How did you not get one? I don't think I was around when they were giving them out. Yeah, them call them or email them or something. So it's called the Big ASS card, and the ASS stands for All Secret Society. <laughs> and when you called in, you would say like, "Hey, Rod, has big ass card number." And you read your card number, and they give you a little hoo ah <laughs> But you only got that if you had a big ass card. Number. Now, at some point, I thought people were just calling in, just saying random numbers. <laughs> but, you know. But you had the actual card, yeah. I have it actually. I still have it. I might if I shoot. I think he sent it to me not too long ago to a picture of it. Oh, if I knew exactly where it was, I would take a picture and put it up on the on Facebook or on Instagram. That's classic. We'll see. I might be able to find it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're just funny. And, and Ron was so quick-witted. And Fez was just hilarious. He was good. You know, they... They did their skits, they did their voices. Uh, d- did Fez have any voices? No, right? He did Andre the Giant. Oh, <laughs> He did Jan Brady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andre the Giant was funny, because no matter what was happening, all like, Ron never said snakes or something, he started flipping out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I don't know if the real Andre the Giant was a Unless maybe that came from Prince of Ryan. I'm not even sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and, and Ron, Ron was Iris. You know, this is Iris, come on. 
That's good stuff. And they left. Yeah, the show was just hilarious. They left uh, New York and they went back to DC. Oh no, they went to DC. WJFK. Does that sound right? Dude, this is the thing. I, I, you might have been in California at this point, but when when Opie and Anthony got kicked off of WNEW, I think it was after Sex for Sam, because they had moved. I don't know. They're flipping the format up in New York. And they were in, they were in Washington D.C. They were doing like two shows a day. Oh, that's right. Um, yes. Yeah, they're they were, yeah, and there was there was even a because um, even Open and Andy were doing two shows a day because they would do a walk from oh they, that's when they went to Sirius. So they would do like X amount of hours of Sirius in the morning and then walk over and do like the last two hours on ninety two three K Rock because I remember at one I don't know if they were I don't know if they were ever. On the same radio station as Howard, I think they went to K Rock when Howard went to Sirius. Well, Howard went to Sirius, and you know what we're forgetting? The Sirius and XM used to be two different stations. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Howard went to Sirius. Right? That's and then they took go. over. They went to that. Opie went to ninety two three K Rock in the mornings, but then they also signed with XM, and they were doing two shows. Right. And then something happened. I don't remember why, but Ron and Fez were doing two shows a day from Washington D.C. Because I would listen to them at lunch. They would do like two hours from like noon to two. And then they'd come back at four and do like a four to, four to six or eight or something right. like that. And um, I, I remember because I got to listen. That was, it was glorious. I listened to them twice a day. So I'd listen <laughs> to them at lunch for like a half an hour. And then I'd drive home and listen to them. There was some guy. I don't remember how we did it. But I remember when I moved to Virginia. It's like I couldn't get the shows. And uh, this is back on AOL, you know, email, whatever. Someone right. emailed me, like, the show. <laughs> and I would download the show. Right, you, you, well, you were on the mailing list, right? I think that's how it happened. And I would get, yeah, someone would actually like email me the shows, and I would download the shows, and I would put them on, like, a CD, and I would just li- listen, listen to them throughout the week and stuff. Yeah, well, you would send me the shows, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I got, that. I got on that mailing list. <laughs> It must have been through because they had a RonFez.net. What if it still exists? I, it's it's dead. I just checked it. Oh, because I, I used to have a uh, sign in there. Yeah. I would code every once in a while, but that was that was the, kind of an early Disney internet where you thought you could have rational conversations with people. <laughs> like you, like you could disagree with someone and just have a nice conversation about it. Yeah. So I didn't post a lot after my first couple of posts. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what really what a troll was. <laughs> Rodandfez.net. Yeah, that's right. Then when they went to XM, then boom. Then you can hear you can hear them anywhere because they were on satellite. I'm trying to think what else did they do? Um, you know, they messed around with Earl Watt, who, who worked at the station for years. Yeah. Um, and then every once in a while, you get a, a, a well. They would get drunk. I like not not Ron. Ron was a recovery, but Fez uh, would get drunk on the air every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be hilarious. And uh, every once in a while, you get an Afro show, which was an Anthony, Ron, Fez, and Opie show. Yeah. Where all four of them were on the team. That was fun. And they would do live events. Because uh, they did they did a uh, Digstown challenge where, was it, I can't remember, was it Al Dukes maybe? Where one guy just boxes everybody for like, you know, whoever signs up, he'll box them for a minute. Oh, yeah, Al Dukes did fight. Yeah, he did. Was it Al Dukes? Yeah. 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 
so the, so they went to XM, and they were really good on XM. And then I don't know, years went on. Fez had a lot of health issues, and uh, he eventually came out as, as, as being gay. Mm-hmm. Came out on air, and um, he retired. He retired down to Florida, and Ron's daughter, I believe, took over. And now it's just called Beddington. I try to listen to that show. It's it's very dry. And not for me. Not the same. Yeah, well, it's different. It's very different than what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his health issue. Well, he, he was diabetic. He was having like a heart attack every, heart attack every other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, I was floored, though, when, um, when, what was it? Anthony got fired from the show for something from the opening Anthony show, and Opie... oh, he was taking. He got into a. Well, he, he Anthony doesn't. He's not the calmest person on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Um, he was taking. He got into an altercation with an African American woman, and uh, on Twitter. Um, no, in real life, and oh. he tweeted about it and said some not nice words. Okay. Wait. So, um, so yeah, Anthony so got he, into a fight with somebody. Like in real life, is that what happened? Like an argument. Oh, oh, and he got fired from that. Well, because of what he tweeted, he tweeted what happened, and then used some words he shouldn't use. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. And it was just yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Now I read between the lines. So then it was just an Anthony show after that, I guess. No, Opie. I mean the Opie show. Opie and uh yeah, well Opie and Jim. Jim? Yeah, but, but then yeah, apparently, and I don't know, but apparently Opie can be difficult to get along with. Oh, so it was it was Opie and Jim, and then that didn't work. They were I don't know. There was behind the scenes stuff where they weren't getting along, and then it became Jim and Sam, who was like I don't know if he started as an intern or something, but he was something on that show. Huh. Then I don't. Yeah, I think Anthony actually has his own like online show. I think Anthony. Oh, it's Cl- like com- it's called Compound Media because look, Opie and Anthony became billionaires off of that show, right? Um, the contracts they signed, and uh, so Anthony apparently has a, a nice house, big house in um, somewhere in Long Island, and he and he built like a radio studio in the basement somewhere in the house and it's called the compound <laughs> so he has like a, it's like a podcast uh network oh it's does. a podcast it's Com- okay yeah it's called compound radio and i guess you you pay you can download them and you know i don't listen to it i mean i listen to it when you know on youtube it'll someone will post it if it's like if they talk about the old days or something i'll listen to it but mm. other than that i'll listen to it wow that's crazy, and then and in the end, it's how he's the last one standing still. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah he's still, still got his show. And... Yeah, that's crazy. I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's hard to be uh, hard to be uh, to do that well for that long without getting into disagreements. How old do you think? I have to look this up. How old is Howard now? Sixty-six. No kidding. No. I didn't know that because I saw it while I was looking at the Wikipedia page. <laughs> wow. The dude's had a great career, though. It's over 40 years, right? Easily. Well, yeah, he started in the 80s. Easily. And he has this, the same crew, right? With Robin and Fred, I guess. 
I I don't even know. I haven't listened. Apparently, he doesn't even do a lot of hours anymore during the week. Oh, really? I think like Fridays. I think Fridays and Mondays are like best of's. And then it just kind of goes from there. The guy's making so much money. Does he care? <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was crazy. It's weird, you know, because yes, you and I are... Radio. Um, uh, I mean, it's you and I are from, obviously, the East Coast and stuff. I wonder, you know, over here, what was the impact of, like, Ron and Fez and Open Anthony and, and Howard Stern? You know, do, well, does anyone in the West Coast even know Ron and Fez? I don't know. I don't know if they'll know Ron and Fez. I'm not even sure they know Open Anthony. I think they'll be, I think they're out in the only one. I don't know if they did well in LA. Um, well, that's the thing, too, because Howard went nationwide and probably even global in some sense. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Obi and Anthony were very successful, but they never reached the heights of Howard. And Ron and Fez was very successful, but I don't even think they ever reached the heights of Obi and Anthony. And it's hard, it's it, as fans, because I would say, I think it's safe to say, out of three shows, we like Ron and Fez the most. Yeah. And we think they're. Our sense of humor is in some ways much better than Howard's or Opie and Anthony's. Um, but I don't think they 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 hit the hit the numbers that Opie and Anthony hit, and I'm pretty sure Opie and Anthony never hit the numbers that Howard hit. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe at the time. I, I remember Anthony, Opie and Anthony. That was such a strong show because they were getting away with a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, they had whip them out Wednesdays. Yeah. Where, you know. They would encourage women to flash their boobs. Right. Yeah, they did a lot of things. Ron and Fez. If I can go back in time, that's something I, I, <laughs> I'd pick that time period and just listen to those guys. Like, I'm bummed I didn't hear, listen to all their shows and stuff while they were live. Yeah, they were fun to listen to live. Yeah. I, I mean, I've genuinely never. I remember just being in the car constantly laughing at what was going on in the show. You know what I do remember, though? I do remember what turned me off of Howard Stern, though. I remember, exactly. like I said, it, I, it was really big for me in college. And I remember, I recall this like when I was a freshman. And I just remember getting frustrated because he was, he was hitting his peak. And his commercials were like 20 minutes. Like. It'd be like the huge break before you'd hear Howard again, you know. Like he'd start off the oh, show, yeah. and it was like I think he started off with like little best of bits, and you hear Howard's voice, and then you wouldn't hear him for like ten minutes because he'd be running commercials. It's like ah, oh, really sucky. <laughs> that's that's what I remember. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. He like I said, even on serious now, he, he you know, all the money he's making, he's really doing less radio than he did before. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. That's nuts. But that was a fun show, man. You know, like, uh, you and I were both he a little hesitant about doing a, a show on talk radio. Especially because yeah. one of our favorites is Ron and Fizz, well, again, and a lot of people hasn't heard them, heard of them at all. Right, they're, you know, the one we could talk the most about is the most obscure one out of the three. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how we do here in the nerd me. <laughs> okay, so here, let, let's uh, do it this yeah. way. If you can, for newer listeners, right... If you can, try and think back. Look on YouTube, right? Give them three things to look up, like a bit from Ron and Fez that, that you think that they'd enjoy. 
Uh, definitely any Ron that has comedy pyramid that might be on YouTube. Comedy pyramid, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, I got one. One Go is ahead. the how many nine year olds you can beat up. That was good. Right. I would say uh-huh. um, uh, they did a comedy. John period. Mayer. Yes, he did one with um, how many so people can you John kill Mayer. in the middle of the night in like the suburbs or something like that. <laughs> that, that was a weird. One. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, when Jan Brady calls in, that's a good one. And the they anytime did anytime Jan Brady calls in. Anytime, yeah, Jan Brady calls in. Um, another. They did one. One of my favorites was it was a comedy pyramid on Hall of Fame toys that they did, and people call in and like bring up old toys and stuff. That's okay. a good one too. Yeah, and I think. Eastside, no, no, no. Eastside, Dave, no, no, no. What's this? What's this guy's name? Someone did a Power Hour. Yeah, well, could have been Eastside Dave. Oh yeah, yeah, I think it was Eastside Dave. Yeah, he did Power Hour, which is a shot of beer every minute. It was a minute of gold because as every minute went by, he started getting sloshed, and it was it it was just he was just a complete mess by the one hour mark. Well, the funny thing about power is you think a shot a minute, I could do that easily. But what you don't realize is after 60 minutes, you've done five beers. Yeah. So that's a lot more. That, that's what I did. I, I texted you recently, didn't I? I said, slam time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, text, I texted you a picture. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's what they would say when it was time for him to, to do his next shot of beer, right? They go slam time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So they do. <laughs> Someone would say slam time and you have to take a shot. Because you and I, you went, you came out to visit me in California, and we did, we did that. And uh, I, I think my brother was with me, and he tapped out at, I don't know, I, I, early, I, if I recall, he tapped well, out. Well, in my was, younger dates, I've done a power hour before, and I've successfully completed a power hour before. And it's, 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 it's the funny thing about power is, you know, when you first start, you take a shot, and you're like, all right, when's this minute up? I want to do my next one. <laughs> and then about maybe 20 minutes in, you're like, oh, my God, it's time for another shot already. <laughs> uh, no, but no, 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 my mistake. The show when he was doing power. Uh-huh, go ahead. What I remember about the show when he was doing power is every time someone said slam time, he would do the shot. But sometimes he'd be like in the middle of a sentence or something. Right. And all you hear is slam time. You're like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, what I was recalling was my brother wasn't there for Power Hour. It was Car Bombs. Um, yeah. Was that a Ron and Fez thing? I don't remember. Uh, no, I think that was a me thing. And the drink I not discovered, but I had heard about it. Because <laughs> I remember one time you said to me, you would fly out to California. I remember one time you complained, like, the two times you did come out, we got so wasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, the two times I came out, we ended up wasted the first night and it ruined the whole weekend. So I was like, <laughs> right. over the rest of the yeah, that was funny. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And then there was a time, uh, I, well, I said to someone, I'm like, I think Alan's wife only lets him drink when I'm around because he really wants to drink when he gets there. <laughs> I'm not a drinker. And you were a drinker in college. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, dude, we can't. Every time I come out, we can't do this. Um, no, we had fun. I came over yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so if you've listened to Ron and Fez, I, we'd like to know about it. You know, get back to us on Facebook or Instagram. We're on Facebook, Nerdomy yep. Podcast. Instagram, Nerdomy. Twitter, Nerdomy Podcast. YouTube. YouTube. Boy, we haven't done anything with that one in a while. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah. Oh well. It's there. It's still got stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Alan said, if if you have if you listen to Ron and Fez or Opie and Anthony or Howard Stern, you have some favorite memories you want to share. Please, please do so. Anyway, you know, I would love to hear. I don't know. How old do you think Fez is now? Seventy. I don't think he's sixty yet. No. no. <laughs> No Listen, did you see what he used to look like? He, he, life has been tough on that guy. I'm pretty sure Ron's older. Really? I don't know. Right, um, look it up now. That's so funny. I would, I would. The best die. part is as soon as you said that, yeah. you know what I heard in my head? What? I heard Fed's going, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> because Ron still has his show, right, with it with his daughter. So, how cool would that be if if Fed's called it? Well, he's, I think he's shown up. Oh, really? I have to look yeah. at those things. Oh my god, dude. What? <laughs> you won't believe how young Fez is. Well, how old is he? Well, he's older than us, but he's well under the age of 70. Okay. What's your best guess? So, uh, well, when you put it like that, uh, 50, 61. Well, this, dude, he's less than 10 years older than us. Stop it. He's 56 years old. Shut the front door. There's no way. Uh, the dude looked like he was like six years old when, when we started listening to him. Well, he didn't take care of himself. <laughs> How old is he now? 57, you said? Uh, 56. No way. 56? Yeah, I guess We're turning 50 runs. next year. There's no way. No way. That's got to be wrong. I don't believe that. Guess how old Ron is. I have no idea. He's only 61. Really? Huh? Huh? All right. Well. I, I'm shocked. Though. I thought Fez was at least 60. Yeah. See, kids, take care of yourself. <laughs> because rough life really ages you. And then, look, he's 56 now. So 10 years ago in 2010, he was 46. Wow. And that's I think that's nuts. when he's having all the heart attacks and shit like that, I think. Right? Yeah, because Fez had a couple of stents put in, and there was even one show when he was just recovering from one of the heart attacks, I think. So, yeah, he was super young having all those heart issues. That's so funny. That's nuts. Wow, I didn't know they were, they were, they were that young. Yeah. Well, I think Opie and Anthony are around our age, or maybe a few years older than us. Right? I would think so, yeah. Well, wait a minute. If Fez is 56, oh my God, how old is Anthony? Dude, these can't be right. What? According to this, Anthony's 59, which makes him older than Fez. That's nuts. Huh. Whatever. And who's the Fe- uh, Opie? What's Opie's real name again? Greg something? Hughes? Uh, yeah. Well, no. No, this can't be right. These numbers can't be right. This says he's 57. This says he's younger than, uh, older than Fez. No, yeah. See, the, Fez must be 70 years old, dude. Come on now. But you know what else blows my mind? Well, Short rounds my age. Know. So when he was in Temple of Doom, that was me. <laughs> Is he? He's your age? 50, almost 50? Yeah. I think I think he just, he just turned forty nine. I think I don't think it's him. I think it's us. We just really don't know how to judge people's ages. <laughs> you know, because they they hit stardom and riches at a at a really young age. I guess you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Wow. Because when you look at Fez towards the end, towards the end of his career, he looks up there. I mean, 
Look, I said he looked like he was like 60 already by the time he retired. Who knows? That was fun, man. Yeah. Good show. Good show. We were, we've been wanting to do a Rod and Fez show for a long time, too, but we were just kind of hesitant. Yeah. Nuts. And look, if you're a listener of Rod and Fez or you know someone is, get in touch with us. We'd like to connect with some of the fans and just reminisce of the old days. Absolutely. All right, that was good. Anything else? Uh, nope. Alright. Till next time. Martha. Snyder Cut. <laughs> Snyder Cut. Please.